You're listening to the Client Catching Podcast, the show that uncovers how high-performing service-based business leaders are successfully navigating the ocean of complexity around growing their business. Now, as anyone with the talent and guts to start a business knows, it takes a lot more to grow one than just being great at what you do, and you can't do it alone. So this podcast will show you how other captains of their own ship, just like you, have found the right strategy to catch more clients, simplified everything, and transform their business. So if you're ready to do the same, then jump aboard and join me, Adam King, host and the captain at Think Like a Fish, and let's go fishing. Hey, how you doing? Adam here, and I wanted to quickly let you know about a brand new 15-minute video training where I show you how to get 5, 10, 15, 25 or more predictable sales appointments every month in just 30 minutes a day. And how you can do all of that without cold calling, networking, relying on referrals or any of that kind of stuff. Now, I've added that to the podcast gift page, which you can find at thinklikeafish.co.uk slash podcast gift. That's thinklikeafish.co.uk slash podcast gift. And you'll also see all of the other resources and gifts that I've created on that page as well. So hope you go and check that out and, uh, and enjoy what you find. So until you do that, Let's get back to the show. Hello, welcome to the Client Catching Podcast. Just me again today, uh, no guest, but uh, don't worry. Uh, it's not going to be uh, long until the uh, the next guest is uh, is on, but I've been doing a few of these um, over the last few days just to, um, I guess, get back into the habit a bit more of being behind the mic because it has been a little while since I've been doing some of the interviews and, and putting out content because if you listen to a couple of the other episodes, um, recently, then you'll sort of know that um, there's been some challenges around um, yeah, actual time during this lockdown and uh, having a four-year-old and a one-year-old daughter and uh, both my wife and I self-employed, it means that there hasn't always been the time to uh, get everything done. So yeah, it's really my uh, my way of sort of getting back and uh, getting back into the swing of things and, and that kind of thing. And depending on where you're uh, listening or watching this, um, I'm also doing this on video. So um, yeah, you can, uh, if, you, if you are listening and you want to go and check out the video, go and look on the website, you can check out the uh, ridiculous kind of lockdown hair and uh, and the beard and you can, uh, yeah, feel free to poke fun at me if you like. And uh, you know, I'm sure uh, many of us out there are suffering from the same sort of thing. So that's enough of me rambling on. But um, what I want to do today is, is sort of talk about... Um, just really a, a, a subject that I think can get lost sometimes. And that is around the sort of the, the, the basics and the fundamentals around marketing that often we forget and and we get sort of caught up with lots of other things that are going on and get looking at the shiny tactics and all that kind of thing. And, and look, I know I'm a little bit weird, right? But marketing it fascinates me, right? It's to me, it's such a complex subject, and there are multiple moving parts. And I guess you know, it's a good thing that every day that there's this new tactic that you get thrown in your face, and you just can't ignore it. Or you know, that there's 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 so many other things that are going on. And I just find that with all of that, even though they can be great, and some of these things can actually help you, it's very easy then to forget the basics. And really you just get lost in the overwhelming number of things that are on your to-do list, right? And I guess then if you add in something like this massive global shock in the form of pandemic and the lockdown and all that kind of stuff that we're seeing right now, and depending on when you're listening or watching this, uh, we're right in it. <laughs> and hopefully if you're in the future, 
you know we've come out of it on the other side and 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 everything is is getting better but you know even without all of that going on when you add that in you know it's enough to 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 kind of blow your mind and send you into a bit of a i don't know like a paralysis that that can stop you moving forwards right so that's why every now and again i like to take a step back and revisit some of the some of the principles of marketing of business of to, to be honest with with all sorts of things you know parenting relationships all those kind of things we've all had to sort of reevaluate and go, maybe sometimes go back to the basics because we're being pushed into this situation right and i think the basics and the fundamentals they are important because they are as true today as they've always been and that's why using this sort of time to refocus on what's important and not just urgent can really really reap rewards right and i guess sort of like the reason why this is important thinking of the fundamentals and also why to me i find marketing fascinating because it's it's really because when you look at it ignore all the bells and whistles all the shiny tactics the digital tools tactics of the month all that kind of thing and then really just strip it down to those fundamentals you'll find at its core that marketing is about people and i don't know about you i think people are pretty fascinating right because you know yes we're all in the same boat fishing pun intended yet every single one of us we're unique we all come with our own sort of hopes and dreams and fears and desires and all that kind of thing but when you actually dig a little bit deeper you'll find that really i guess amongst this this sea of of unique individuals there is unique behavior commonalities that that can group us all together right and i think that when it comes to marketing it's the identifying these commonalities it's at the heart of understanding how to commute with uh, communicate with anyone now that can apply to growing a business marketing all that kind of stuff but also communicating with your friends and your family and and all that kind of stuff right and it's why i believe right that i guess really part of the art of marketing it's on how you understand these uh, these commonalities of human behavior right yet at the same time create marketing that really communicates i guess how your service will help someone as an individual right so it's it's being able to appeal to a a larger number of people but really feel that when an individual reads it consumes it watch it watches it they feel like it is for them right now this is a huge subject right literally hundreds of books have been written on the subject so you know this is not going to be a podcast that is going to go into the depth of it but what i'm going to do here is i'm going to focus on on really the one that i feel is the most important right and you know once once i've gone through it seriously i'd be really curious to hear whether you would put this at the top of of your list of the most important fundamentals uh, when it comes to marketing and and feel free to uh, connect with me um and uh, you know let me know right so i just want to also before you know i just want to set the context right before you know the 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 big, the big reveal because i think it is important to really understand what what i find that or i think you know drives all of us human beings right and that is that you know we've all got an innate desire to grow right to be better to move away from pain and towards pleasure 
And in other words, every single one of us, every human being on the planet, you, me, person next to you, your family, everyone down the street, we have the desire to transform, right? And when I say transform, it's, it's like we want, we, we have this desire to transform from what or who we are now into a vision of, of what we want ourselves to be in the future, right? All right, you know, maybe you're thinking, great, Adam, nice pop psychology, but how does this actually apply to business and marketing, right? So let me, let me put it this way. Think about it like this, right? What kinds of products, services, the kind of things out there that you see creating a stampede of people literally scrambling to buy in droves and queuing out the doors to get, right? What kind of products or services does every, basically every human being on the planet, what causes them to scramble to buy them, right? Well, they scramble to buy products, services, things that basically put an end to their pain or their problem or their struggle, right? So what this means is that any product or service, or service basically that is, is shown how it is the mechanism that can successfully transform a person from point A, where they are now, and that could be a point of uh, pain, you know, they're having a problem or a struggle or something like that, to point B. And that point B is relief, um, having a solution, success, they've achieved a goal, a result, something like that, right? Now, those are the things that will have maximum result and max, sorry, maximum chance of being basically a, a next home run, right? And this, this is the lesson, right? You are selling transformation. I don't care if you're, if you're a plumber, an accountant, a marketing consultant, or you're selling physical goods, right? This is what every single business in the world is selling. You're selling the transformation your clients will experience after having purchasing after purchasing from you, right? That's it, right? So I think it can be fairly simple when you look at it like that. And then obviously there are other ways that you need to then sort of think what you do with this. But when it comes to your marketing, this actually means, this really helps you because you then understand that your primary job is to understand where, you are, where your clients are right now and where they want to be in the future. It's it's literally your job to understand like the the internal narrative in your client's mind. Now, obviously, you know this isn't you know maybe you're listening to this and thinking, well, all right, this isn't anything new and all that kind of thing. But no, I'm not claiming it is. But it's a principle that's timeless, and sometimes we just forget them, right? Because we get distracted, as I've said, with all the new stuff that's going on, and you know. As a bit of a marketing geek, I am a. I, I love this stuff, as I've said. Weird. I study a lot of the old copywriters who basically they were incredibly successful before they had any of this sort of fancy tactics and technology and internet and all the rest of it because they focused on psychology and human behavior, right? And one of my favorite quote, quotes that I've seen that really sort of simplifies what I'm talking about is by a copywriter that was uh, called Robert Collier. And, and he basically said, when you're marketing or when you're writing advertising or, or whatever it was, probably butchering it a little bit, but you always enter the conversation that's already taking place in the mind of your customer, right? I, I, I've always liked that quote because what this means is if you can do this, then you can really understand the true challenges 
of your clients, of your customers, then you can then create the products and the type of services that can actually achieve the transformation that they're actually after, right? Not that you're guessing about the things that you know they want. And then you can communicate how effectively people will feel when they engage with your business and what their lives will look like afterwards, right? And what you do is you achieve this by focusing all of your communications on the one thing that really, or the only thing that your clients really care about, right? And that is results. The results that your, your business, your product, your people, your service delivers for your clients, right? Now, sometimes this isn't hard. This isn't easy, right? Because what it ultimately means is you've got to leave your ego at the door sometimes because, you know, I've said this a number of times, your clients don't care about you. They don't care about how long you've been in business. Uh, they don't care about your glossy brochure. And well, at least they don't at first all of those things. They care about their own issues. So if you position your solution from their point of view and not yours, that's how you can put yourself a little bit ahead of, of other people because I see so much bad marketing. I put a, a LinkedIn post out a little while ago when I took a picture of a, uh, a an advertisement on the tube a little while ago, obviously before lockdown. And it was just, it was for a mobile phone insurance company. And, and I cannot remember off the top of my head now what it exactly was, but it was something like, basically it's saying without your phone or nothing, right? That was something along those lines. And um, I'll try and, if you go into the show notes, I'll try and see if I can find the, uh, the image because it shocked me, probably because I was with my kids at the time. And I was thinking, is that the world I'm bringing up my kids in? I don't know. But it's just the wrong point of view. And you want to bring it from somebody's point of view and you want to really understand it. And that means that you need to be able to build rapport and an emotional connection in your communication, essentially by showing that you understand basically what they're going through right now. Yeah. And I guess the way to sort of think about this is, you know, have a have a bit of a think, right? Have you ever had a friend or a colleague or somebody you know say to you that they hired someone, anyone? It could be someone for a job. It could be to cut their grass in the garden or it could be to do their books or help them with their marketing, right? And they hired them because they just felt a better fit, right? Even though that you know from your completely objective perspective that you could actually see plenty of reasons why, you know, it's probably a it might be a better idea to choose another option or you would choose another option, right? And yeah, you know, by the way, I, I sort of don't want you to misunderstand me is that yes, it is completely possible to lose a customer here, even if you've sort of, you know, built this understanding and this empathy and the rapport and all the rest of it. And you do need to be able to back up any claims and deliver on your promises and actually follow through. But hopefully if you're listening to this, then you would do that, right? But you know, this only really works if, Really, I guess that you're authentic in your in your desire to add value to every customer you serve, and that your products and service it genuinely makes the improvements that you claim. Right, so that is the that is vital. I'm I'm, I'm kind of repeating and, and waffling, but oh yeah, make let me say it up like this: if you're selling shit in a box, you're going to get found out, right? So this isn't some sort of manipulation thing that you're going to do, right? It is actually being authentic and, and, and caring about your customer, right? And, and yes, of course, there are 
Um, there is a place in your marketing and your sales process to talk about your business, of course. Um, that is part of adding credibility down the line, right? Deeper into the, the, the client journey, right? When somebody is, is actually in that decision phase, they're going to want to see some of those elements of credibility, but only introduce these after somebody has actually connected with you on that on that sort of you know deep and, and emotional level with you and they feel understood because you've created that belief in them that they can actually transform by getting a result or an outcome that they actually desire and they already know they want right because then all of those details about your business the the credibility factors your qualifications all that kind of stuff that is there to help them rationalize the decision that they've pretty much already made, right? And even if, this is why this is, I, I think that this is also so important because even if, sorry, let me let me say, and you know, because if you've got that first part right, you're gonna have credit in the bank, in the bank, right? And that means that even if you make a mistake or two um, or, you know, along in the in, in your sales process, or you know, you might say the wrong thing when you're talking to someone, or there might be other companies that might have a bit more experience or staff or resources, offer better pricing, maybe. They'll forgive you and they'll still go with you because they'll feel understood. And that means that you're not a commodity anymore. You're not simply competing on price. Because, you know, using a bit, I guess, a, a bit of a cliche. You no longer have to sell when you're actually talking to people. You're just there to help them buy and reassure them that they're in the right place for them to transform into the future version that they want to become, right? And essentially, you know, what you're then doing with this process, because people feel understood, they're more likely to talk about you to other people. So you're simultaneously building that kind of legion of happy clients that talk about you to other people with passion and enthusiasm. And let's be honest, that's just good for business, right? That's just how referrals happen. And companies and products go global and they actually create demand rather than having to go out and sell, right? I mean, think of some obvious companies like Apple or uh, Harley Davidson, Disney, Weight Watchers, all those kind of sort of companies that kind of like come to mind when you think about um, those that have kind of like uh, raving fans, essentially. They understand who their customer is at their core. And, you know, I guess whatever you think of these companies, I do think it's pretty hard to argue against the fact that they know their market, they communicate that transformation and the results that they deliver, and they connect well with basically with 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 their audience that is just be it, it goes beyond just a simple transaction right and the customers love them for it and i think that the reason that is is because people do respond emotionally to the the perception about how their future will be after engaging with a product and a service and they actually can see the transformation that they will achieve in their mind. They're kind of manifesting it because of the emotive way that they are being marketed to. And the kind of things that they these companies do in terms of sort of creating an image, 
they don't always necessarily focus on the product themselves. They're t they always look at that future version. They talk about the future version, that transformation you'll experience by interacting, right? They see themselves as being more, you know, happy, successful, better versions of themselves. And the only sort of time they put their product or their service in, you know, into into the sort of into the frame really is that they are there positioned as the the vehicle or the mechanism that will help bring about these outcomes, this transformation. And it is honestly, it's no accident, right? These companies, they are the size they are for a reason. They constantly, constantly communicate the results in various forms and the transformation in various forms. And I guess whether it's like, I don't know, breaking the, the status quo, uh, the status quo in the terms of um, sort of, you know, Apple that think differently or others thinking they're cool or, or, you know, the Harley Davidson thing. Well, depending if you like motorbikes, I guess, but, you know, it's it's the escapism with Disney and, and you know, that, that body transformation and the life change that will happen as a result, say, for the Weight Watchers example. And, you know, all of that is just scratching the surface. But whatever they, you know, they put all of this at the center of their sales and marketing and their, the conversations that they're ultimately having with their potential clients, right? And so I guess what I want you to do and, and, and have as your sort of key takeaway from this is basically you need to make your marketing about your clients, not about you and your business, right? And this, sometimes when I say this, I think that I'm being a broken record because I say it a lot, but I know that it's not always getting through because there is a lot of marketing out there that is totally the opposite. And I just think that it's such a waste of effort of resource especially when i can actually see it's by a company that can actually make a difference in somebody's life right really frustrates me so you need to talk about the the positive emotions of that your clients are going to feel when they've actually used your product or service show how their lives um i guess of others just like them have been transformed using case studies that uh, the episode i did on storymonials for example that's another great example of using the power of transformation and actually showing how somebody else has transformed after they've engaged with you, right? Essentially, show the results, sell the transformation, right? Um, because, I don't know, I'm gonna say something a little bit bold, right? That I think really that growing a business is actually pretty simple when you break it down to the fundamental parts, right? Before you switch off or go away, I'm not saying it's easy, right? I'm simply saying that breaking it down, it really it, it helps you focus on the things that will actually move the needle, right? And in my the way that I look at it, business is about discovering an outcome or result that a particular person, your ideal client wants, needs, or desires, then creating a mechanism or vehicle to deliver that result, whether it's in the form of a product or a service or a piece of software, whatever it is, it's almost irrelevant because somebody only cares about the result, right? And so you take those two parts, the desire, the want, the transformation, put it into your mechanism or your vehicle, and then you offer it to people because you know that that is something that is going to get the result and that people actually want, right? I mean, I have this entire concept rooted at the whole heart of my business, right? I even named it after this concept. And if this is the first time that we've come into contact, 
my business is called Think Like a Fish. Because I say, you need to think like a fish, not like a fisherman when it comes to your marketing, right? Because let's say you're trying to catch a fish, right? No matter how much you love chocolate cake, you will not catch a fish using it as bait because they love worms, right? It's exactly the same with your business. Just because you think a particular way, it does not mean that your clients are. I've, I always say, you are not your customer. I almost have to remind myself of that every single day. And I say it to the clients I work with, remember, you are not your client. Go and talk to your client, right? Find out who your client is. And you know, after, you know, after the over the last what sixteen plus years, I've I like to think I've learned a thing or two, and I've refined. I think what it means to actually discover what your ideal clients wants, and most importantly, how to do it. Right now, the answer here it might shock you because of how simple it is, and I might have way well, maybe I've given a bit of a um a teaser there, but the actual answer is you just ask them, right? told you it was simple because look if you were hoping for something different or you were uh, i don't know looking for some kind of magic bullet i'm sorry to disappoint you because it doesn't work like that because ultimately to generate um i guess to generate revenue and grow please stop looking for hacks or shortcuts please like if there's one thing that drives me up the wall more than anything, it's like when I talk to someone, that's, oh, I just heard about this great thing that is going to get me, you know, a thousand leads within, you know, four and a half seconds. Like it doesn't exist. Those leads will be rubbish. It'll be somebody that's literally just chucking rubbish into your into your system and then it's crap in, crap out. No, there is no shortcut. Unfortunately, business is simple. It's not easy because you have to be consistent. You need to identify two things, right? You need to identify the ideal client that you want to serve and the result that they desire. Now, what you'll find is when you do this, when you actually ask um, your clients, you'll find that the the latter, i.e. The, the actual result that they want, is very often different to what you think it is or it might have changed or the way that they describe it is very different to what you would actually think of describing it, which is... It's why you really know, need to to go out and actually find exactly what result somebody wants right now or what problem or frustration that they're facing, which I, you know, which, which also the reasons why you wouldn't necessarily always ask about what result they want is because not everybody always knows it, right? But when you start asking about problems or challenges or frustrations, they genuinely will start pointing towards the result that they're after it will un, it will reveal a lot of it and you can pull out it's like you know i'm fresh you know i'm frustrated that all my referrals are um drying up and i don't know what to do with it right that's a frustration so that can then sort of translate into maybe a want or a need or a desire or an end result that somebody wants and it's like well the end result and the want is stop relying on referrals and be in control of your own pipeline right that's an end result and that is what somebody wants. So the transformation is, you know, relying on inconsistent referrals that are drying up and worried about basically having to lay off staff and not making payroll to complete control of your um, your pipeline and not having to rely on the referrals coming through. That's a transformation. You can even visualize and almost feel the relief of somebody that is sitting in the first position, point A, 
when they get to point B, right? And obviously you can go down a rabbit hole um, with this kind of process. And, you know, we work with clients and have quite an in-depth process. And just for this purpose of a, of a, you know, of a podcast and trying to sort of give you some ideas on how you can actually use this concept, right? And actually get some actionable insight out of it and something that you can actually go and do. I'm going to suggest that you just use one simple question, right? And by the way, full disclosure, I did not come up with this question. Um, as I said, another marketing geek, I, I read and listen to a lot of other very smart people. And um, yeah, I, uh, I, I kind of pass things on, right? So I heard this one from a guy called Dan Sullivan, who, uh, who runs Strategic Coach. Go and have a look at their website. I think he runs, he has also a podcast called 10X Podcast, I think, that he does with Joe Polish, which might have been where I heard this. Anyway, he's a very, very smart guy, right? And this question is, it's it's an incredibly effective way to really uncover where someone wants to go in the future. It gives you some amazing insights when you use it into the into, into that sort of transformation that they're really after, even if they can't necessarily verbalize it when you ask them directly, right? So next time you're with a client, you're talking to a prospect um, or someone that you think could fit your sort of ideal client profile, simply ask them this question. Now I'm going to have to remember it. If we were having (laughs) this discussion three years from today and you were looking back over those three years, what has to have happened in your life, both personally and professionally, you to feel happiest with your progress now sit with that for a minute and just think if somebody asked you that question right because when you ask that question to somebody right and they answer it they're essentially laying out their vision of a better future and basically what this is it's it's the exact knowledge that you need in order to understand the transformation that they're really after yeah And once you've done that with enough people, you can start to see some patterns. And now you can translate this into your marketing so that you can show your potential clients how you can add value for them by helping them reach their better future and what that transformation will look like when they get there. It's pretty powerful stuff. And I hope I've managed to explain it and not waffle too much because to me, it's one of the, if not, the most important thing to get right with marketing because without it nothing else works without this understanding without understanding what the transformation that somebody wants nothing else that you do is going to be anywhere near as effective even if you know if you guess you might guess sort of you know part right but just go out and ask the question because you can't then create a compelling offer that will actually drive, you know, which which will attract people and make them think, oh my God, this is exactly what I need. Tell me more. Like you can't create that. All of your marketing, all of your content, everything that you do, it just doesn't hit the mark because you're not talking to the real desire that your clients have. So, so important. And no amount of spending money on marketing no, you know, you, you could be a world-class marketer with all of the, the things out there that you can use, right? But if you've got this wrong, they cannot transform essentially 
a misunderstanding of your customer, right? They cannot, cannot do that. Now, if you hire them to look into that, that's another thing. And, you know, we can do that if you're interested. Let's have a chat. But without this, it is absolutely, yeah, you're going to find it incredibly difficult. You're really going to find it incredibly difficult. And I don't know if you can tell. That's why I'm so, I, I just want people to understand this. And I hope I've explained it without going off on my ADHD tangents too much. So thank you ever so much for for listening. And please give it a try. Just go out and use that question, right? I will put it in the show notes as well. And if you do, let me know how you get on. Let me know what you discover. And if we're, you know, if we're not connected on LinkedIn, let's connect there. I'll put the uh, my my link to my profile in the uh, in the show notes. Let's connect. Tell me what you did. Tell me what we discovered. Tell me how you get on, right? I hope you're enjoying what I'm doing with the show. Um, yeah, so uh, always open to feedback. Um, as I say, connect with me on LinkedIn. Send me an email, adam at thinklikeafish.co.uk. Um, tell me what you think of the show. Um, tell me what you are trying to work towards because it helps me come up with ideas for topics for the podcast. Tell me what your three biggest frustrations that you're currently facing right now are when it comes to, to growing your business. Um, Tell me what your life would have to look like in three years if we were having a conversation. What would have had to happen in your personal and your professional life for you to be happy with your progress? I want to understand you. I want to understand the people that I serve. So please, let's let's connect. Let's have a chat. And I'll see what I can do to, to, to help out with any kind of content in the future. So, um, yeah, thanks very much for being here. And um, all that's left to say is happy fishing. Thanks so much for tuning into the show today. I know there are a lot of podcasts you could be listening to, but you've chosen this one and I'm truly grateful for that. And if you've enjoyed this week's episode, I'd love if you could just take a few quick minutes to share your thoughts and leave an honest rating review for the show over on iTunes. It's not only important for helping others discover the show, but I also read each and every submission personally, and they really do mean the world to me. So thanks very much in advance and happy fishing.